Hey guys, this is Jamal from Call of Brother Podcast. Before you listen to this episode, I just want to let you know that when this was recorded and the things that we discuss, things may have changed before they are posted. So we discuss things that are in the news, and when you hear this, things may have changed. Court cases, things happening in the news, and we just want to let you know. But don't let that ruin the experience. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Call of Brother, and don't forget to call a brother at Call of Brother Podcast. All right, enjoy the show. countdown on the I saw that. Yeah, it was it was pretty nice. Welcome to the Call of Brother podcast. Mid COVID, we're still doing the COVID thing. We're still social distancing and doing this podcast from our own homes. But we thank you for tuning in yet again. I'm Mike, and we have on the other microphone, Mike. You did you just you say just said I'm you Mike? Was Mike? You just said I was Mike. My name, your name is Jamal. Is that no, it? I thought, I thought we were doing that thing. We were switching identities in. I'm totally not going to own up. Was that this episode? (laughs) (laughs) What was that next episode? I'm just saying it earlier. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do that next episode where I was going to do the intro. Yes, yes. Ashley, you are no longer Jamal. You are now AKA Sexy Beard. No, don't call me that. that Oh, my gosh, no. (laughs) So during this COVID thing. Nice. I I, I grew a beard and I bought a beard straightener and some beard balm and um, orange. Beard oil, it's it's crazy. I started falling down the rabbit hole. I still can't grow a good beard. I look like a, a black Amish man because it just grows out. It doesn't grow down. Bro, that's a sexy beard. With, I saw with, this with curly weekend, dreads. man. That's a sexy you know, yeah, so. sexy Thank you. Beard, that's, thank you. I'm, I'm rocking that right beard, that, man. I'm trying. Yeah. It's a, yeah. You groom that beard. Yeah, thank you. I just I got a $20 <laughs> beard straightener, and it's working. That's a, thank that's you. That's really what's been happening? What's it, what's, uh, What's a What's beer strainer look like? What's a beer okay, strainer? So, no, that's is that like, like a comb? Is that just a comb? <laughs> it's, just, like, it's, a, it's a comb you plug up that goes to 475 degrees, and then you oh, rest really? it on your, yeah, you rest it on your face, and you comb Why down and up. Why did you tell me and Mike about this, and we have beers all the time? That's what uh, I'm saying. You didn't tell anybody you had a hot comb for your beard. Why would I bring that up in conversation? I didn't even know there was a. But I didn't even know you could have a hot beer. comb. I know we do. This is the intro, but you could at least tell us that's. That's kind of like COVID. tech. That's almost COVID. like tech. It is tech. Yes. You know, a COVID hot comb for your beard. Him, COVID has have, made him selfish, Mike. No, he's that, changing because, see, this is the problem that I yes. have. He on the come up. I'm he'll get something fly. He'll be dressing something fly, and then he won't tell us. You know what I'm saying? The We've been having beards. Uh, I've been, I've been having shoes. curly beard my whole life, and you got a hot <laughs> comb for the beard, but not right. once. Notice that yo, yo, homies, guess what I found that helped straighten up my beard. You know what I'm saying? That that's type and of stuff that I'm getting. What about the beard bomb? I didn't even heard of that. What that's what I'm saying. Okay, is that a moisturizer or something? So it's it's more or less like a moisturizer. It smells like black licorice and it softens the hair follicles. Uh and the oil softens the skin underneath the hair follicles too, so that it straightens easier. Um uh, so but I, I so what's that? I um but, but I see I see what it is now. <laughs> You want yourself to look good, but you don't want anybody well, uh, else to look right. good. Can I tell you a secret? Can I tell you a secret? No, don't tell me no, no secret because no, I don't even care. I've I've always been jealous of you and Jesse's beard. Always. See, you guys' mustache connects to your goatee thing. Mine don't do that. It's as smooth as a baby's bottom. And so I have to grow the mustache and then comb it down so it looks like it connects when there's nothing. Bro, mine right there. is always that, dry. No, and it curls Mike, up. Mike, and I don't have Mike. a flat iron to it. 
it's not a piece of beard comb. Thank you. No, it's a flat iron. If you plug it up and it heats up, it's a flat iron. They just call it a beard comb. Mike, I want you to understand what Jamal just said to to us. He just made an excuse to us on why we can't be as fresh as him. That's what he just did. You you see? (laughs) I see where this is going. All right. This is the new Jamal. No, it's not. We got more beard talk later, but we got a lot to work with. And I know Mike is on a lot of beard talk later. Okay. No, I don't want to talk about the beard. I don't want to talk about that. I don't even want to talk about the beard later because you can at least say, hey, hey, fellas, I picked this up. You know, when I see something, I'd be like, yo, fellas, I got this. I found this. And, and I send it out. the exact temperature you, of the beard groomer. 475. That's like an right. oven. That's, that's, like, that's, that's like cooking chicken. Chicken's on 475 in the oven. You know what I'm saying? He put that on his beard. I do. He put, I, I, he put in a bake comb. He put in a bake comb on his beard. <laughs> And didn't even tell me about it. I'll send you a link. And if anybody's interested on uh, listening to the Caller Brother podcast, I'll put a link in there, too. It's it's pretty good. It's only $20, and it comes with the oil and And the beard balm. And it was only $20, and we are just That's what I'm saying, man. It don't make any sense. And that's why I noticed. That's why I noticed the beard was so sexy, because it was like, man, what did he do to his beard that I can't do to my beard? It was was shiny that day. I know it was. Bruh, you suck. Good eye, Mike. You suck, bruh. Good eye. You suck. I knew something was different. (laughs) Okay, that was it. That's it. All right. Forget you and your beard. Oh, dirty beard. Forget you. You suck. Yeah, you called the band (laughs) beard now. No more sexy beard. <laughs> yeah, next, guys, this has been a great time talking about my beard. Well, let's jump right into the episode. Mike, you have anything COVID related you'd like to talk to us about family and friends and not beard related? No, I don't even. I don't even know if I can go on with that. You can. You know, I believe friends. you can, sir. Come on, br- bring it. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna bring I had to it. Take a shot well, just to get over my my hurt feelings. Man, I'm hurt, man. I'm hurt, man. It's okay for other brothers to look fly and encourage other brothers to be as fly as you. That's know, a, man. That's a com- that's a, a that's a conversation family, for another Jamal. podcast. Okay, another podcast. I promise yeah, I'll bring it back as, up because I have more to say about I, it. As brothers, we have to lift each other up. You know what I'm saying? Oh my you know, God. your and fashion might be different. I'm getting preachy because of her, because that's the problem as brothers. We always try to shine and don't want our other brothers to shine. Jesse do the same thing. He'll come to a party wow, and he'll be decked out. He'll be decked out and be shined up, but then don't tell nobody, yo, I got this from so-and-so. You know what I'm saying? They had a good deal on this, and this is how I rock this. This is how I put this together. Women do it all the time. Women, they talk about their fashion. They greet each other, and they say, girl, where you get that? Oh girl, I got this from so and so. They had this and that, and I put these two colors together. But man, we well, just we gotta no, be fly you, by you ourselves. Ask, hey man, how your beard get like that? Oh, I bought this uh beard comb. We, we, I we did ask. I said, I said, you didn't I tell said, me. Why did you no. tell me? What is, what is bomb, Jamal? What is your bomb? Listen, that's, that's listen. When I first it. when I first said that's a sexy beard, you should have said, yeah, man, I've been putting a hot comb to it. <laughs> That's a good that point. Be your first response. Okay. I was sitting yeah. right there when you said it. That was a good point, Mike. Okay, okay, that but that's all I'm saying. Maybe you I'm like, a little self conscious about it because people can grow naturally not curly beards. And you, your guys' Bruh. beards are straight. You say me, it's curly, me, but you guys had the straightest you, beards ever. Let me ask you, you one question. You don't have to be. Go ahead. What, what, was, your, what, was your beard grown with steroids? Was it anything that you used to make your beard grow that you had to take no. a pill? Or did no. it naturally grow? It just grew, so but it took so six months. So what was he saying again, Mike? <laughs> nothing. What? He wasn't saying nothing. Okay, Mike, wasn't please saying nothing. jump into your segment. Oh, jump in. Okay, minutes. okay. We're I'm, seven minutes okay. now. All right. That's All fine. Right. We're okay. at seven minutes, okay. and that's fine. I'm okay with that. I, I will find a way to heal. It's okay. I will find a way to heal. <laughs> I hope you do. I hope that, you both do. 
Yeah, let's cool. Let's talk about let's but talk about real talk. Okay, learning. I'm pause. Let's talk I'm about pause. let's this talk. Be, okay, we'll go ahead and pause. This would be a great full episode if we talk about you can get some teaching tech moments you can get some family grooming and we can get some beard related movies i guess too we can make a whole episode out of something like this i think we we're should gonna call do it, it we're gonna do it episode that's what i think yeah okay okay there we go all right <laughs> yeah i right, give you go. a compliment and yeah. you didn't and tell I said, me the thank secret. you I d- you didn't tell me the <laughs> and secret walked though. away with his beard and walked away like it was just like Right. I just woke up like this. <laughs> he, he came to the party and was like, "Oh, I just got done putting now things really together." The kids that and just day. left the house. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, I was visualizing like twenty minutes in there, hot comb in the beard. It, it did take about twenty ready minutes to get for the party. Yeah. And didn't did, tell did us. You was, like, did yo. you see how he was stroking his beard in front of us? Right. Though did, that's what I remember. Yeah, I saw the stroking his beard, and I saw the step, the confidence, and in I was step, confused. I'm like, you got a full I bought a new shirt. That was a, that was right. a confidence. The shirt, the beard, the everything was on okay. point. And he oh, walked in and walked out. Sorry, I took it back. It we were so close out of this tunnel. That's good. Cool. <laughs> okay. That's good. Cool. We go. gonna we gonna go. We gonna we gonna go out. We gonna go out. I'm gonna go out with this and okay. come in this. Now we all we all decided to keep our kids home this semester for school. Now, Correct, a few sir. questions that I have: Are you planning to send them back? We could talk about that. What do you think it's gonna look like? And um, what do you think about? the process so far what has been your likes and dislikes about the virtual learning situation um what are some of the things your kids are doing or not doing um mm-hmm. how are they managing their time how are they okay. uh adjusting to being virtual which one, which one did you want? tackle first let's let's tackle um, how are they managing their time how do, how okay. how are they doing right now i was, the I was about to go all in about the whole process but we'll do that first all right, we well, can do the process later. With, yeah, okay. the educational piece could come later, but let's talk about the children because it is about the kids. It's yes, all it about is. the children. How do you Just think they're doing? And so um, it was a struggle at first because I have a 19 year old, of course, that's disabled, and um, he started school two weeks early. And they don't have Chrome. We still don't have Chromebooks for him yet. So he actually what? has to use his laptop. Yes. Is it the school program. corporation saying we're back low? You no, know, no, no. I'm, I'm, I, I got to throw a few shots. A program that is specifically built to teach disabled kids outside of high school to get them prepared for like bank accounts, credit cards, how to handle different advertisement and not get caught in. This is the school he's in now. I don't want to put his name out. Put the put the place name out there but it start with a p you know and um so far the program they the teachers are trying their best but for me i'm looking at is like you're you, you are getting money from them being disabled uh-huh. and you are getting money for them because they're in school so it's it's money flowing from what i'm seeing everywhere yeah. possible i may not i may not know all the ins and outs so let me Unfortunately, say Unfortunately, the teachers don't usually see that money though of of course and for him to still be waiting on a google chromebook is a problem but of course he has a laptop at home and it's his personal laptop so i had to spend the day cleaning off hard drive memory space to make sure he had enough memory to have his school information and then i'm afraid because my 19-year-old son watches porn, and I don't want to get involved in his personal time, but oh, that's his time. See, 
Well, so you, I don't you, want, you don't want to stumble on his search history? Is that what it is? Not even that. I don't want the school to ping something and then see what he's looking at. And then. No, they're not going to do that. Okay. So Google Classroom don't have that. those capabilities. Okay. Right. No, they, it's pretty. That, it's, that it's, it's a lot of firewall behind that. Look, it's, it's, it's a lot blocked. of paranoia really going get... around and some other got me. <laughs> okay. Oh so you, talk, but, you talked about that. Well, how's he doing? Yeah. How's he, he how's is, he handling? How's he, he is, coping with this? He is he is the one that is struggling the most. Okay. Why is that? Because okay. he is uh, yeah. used to seeing a you know what I'm saying? With with him, it has to be a foundation needs to be set. You know, because he's disabled, you just can't spring anything new on him. It has to be done repetitively, you know what I'm saying, in a repetitive process. And with this just being new and him being home where he feels the most comfortable at when school is going on, he'll just get up and walk away and say, I need a drink of water. And I'll be like, but they're in the middle of talking and you may need to, you may miss something. And he understands that, but at the same time, he doesn't understand that. You know, and I guess that can go for all kids because, you know, they understand things. But they don't understand the weight of it. Yeah. So um, with that, that's a struggle. And then with them giving him the homework is actually being dropped off at our um, house every Thursday. There's there's somebody huh? that comes and drop it off. Paper and then, paper homework. Yes. yes. Wait, that seems because, incredibly inefficient in the in the world of the internet. <laughs> nobody right, has nobody has a Google nobody has that Google Chromebooks. So but I'm what about uh, email address some, or like there's some parents. There are some parents out there, I'm sure, that don't have email. They don't have Wi-Fi, I would say. I'm sure there's a few uh-huh. parents yeah, out there. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's another bases. thing that's yeah, that's another thing that's been going on. They're around. trying you to cover all parents. bases. So I I don't blame the oh, teachers. They are they are they are really trying their best, but what bothers me the most is I get a schedule. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I guess the school realizes there's a curriculum that's being missed, and then but while I, don't forget, I'm working from home too. Yeah. So while I'm in a meeting, out of the blue, I get a message like, you know what? We forgot that we may need to teach him history. So this history teacher just reached out as out of the blue. Like there is a 1030 Zoom meeting for a history class and you just have to adapt. There's no, you just told me this today. There's no, you know what I'm saying? And I think by me working from home, that is amazing. But the moms and dads that are out working for these things to happen, how it could just mess up work, how it put jobs in jeopardy, it's 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 pretty rough. It's pretty rough. I, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm I'm blessed. Good. I'm at home. I'm blessed. Yeah. So, but you're saying yeah. other parents aren't as privileged as you are. That's what that's what I that's the first thing that came to mind. Like, all right, he has a new history class. And then they, they may pull up like, well, we're going to do cooking with students. And then from there, now I got to figure out, which I'm going to bring up to you later, Jamal, about how to put a camera in the kitchen so I can record him cooking so they mm-hmm. can see that he did that process of a homework. They're like, well, you need to record this meal as he cook it for his grade. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm of course, I'm blessed to be able to financially afford that but my first mind frame was like, what if I couldn't afford this? Right. Like, what if I can't? This... I don't have any money in my grocery budget to right. make a. Yeah. Right. What if I'm one of these workers that's home because my job is non essential 
and I'm living off unemployment and the shortened unemployment that's been given out, which mm-hmm. I disagree with. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? How how are they supposed to cope with these new finances that's being brought upon them to handle the daily activities of school? Very good point. Yeah, if um, I can jump in and make a point. Yeah. yeah brother. Seems like uh seems like y'all didn't want to hear from me today. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mike, you wanna go on with your point? <laughs> Yeah, I was going to make just one small point about the Wi-Fi situation because you see on the news there are a lot of parents that are using public Wi-Fi for their children. You see like kids going, sitting in the parking lots of McDonald's and stuff. Yeah, McDonald's schools, you know, just they didn't. But isn't that giving them a chance to get COVID also to put them in that situation? That's and kind of messed up to think school? about, but they're in the they're in the public. I'm I'm talking about like at like restaurants and stuff. Oh, a lot of I've seen them outside the schools. Outside the the libraries, picking up on Wi Fi, just sitting out really? outside the doors. Yeah, oh, yes, wow. I've seen that. They I've sit outside the school. Yeah, they sit out the sit outside the school, picking up the Wi Fi so they can do their homework because they've chosen to not send their kids back to school. So it's, you know, people are doing what they have to do to make sure their kids are learning, and that's what the most important things. I know there's some out there that's struggling and can't do it, but you you see people trying, you know, in the midst of this pandemic trying to do what's best for their kids because, you know, nobody wants their kid to be behind once right. this is all said and done. You want your kid to continue to learn because if not, they'll be behind the eight ball once all this stuff gets over. So I think my experience... Kid, I'm sorry, brother. Go ahead. I'm going to cut you off. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll let you go ahead and round it up. No, no, well, it's not. Round it up. Why not? Why not? Why not? I'm interested in hearing yours too, Mike. Come on. Come on, okay. because I want to no, hear well, your experience. No, I, I what I was going to say is with our experience, um, what we found is um, the management of uh, the time. Uh, my son, right. he gets he gets up in the morning. All right, so here's the here's the kicker. So one day you could have one item to do or one assignment to do. All right, mm-hmm. so then the next two days you know, they trickle in, but then on Thursday you have like twenty. So ooh, now, ooh, come you, on now, you, you you spend all this you spend all this free time during the day because they haven't figured out how to balance the schedule so instead uh-huh. of giving you enough work for the whole day they kind of load i've seen them load up on like thursday and friday so just one example uh, shout outs to mike he ended up doing a great job on this project but he had a project it was worth like 50 points uh-huh. and if and another thing if you're doing virtual you have to make sure that you're checking their assignments and their grades can i uh can to. i jump in there because yeah, that sure. is my experience Tavana, mm-hmm. my wife, was like, you got to watch this one, my seven-year-old. I was like, mm-hmm. what you talking about? She knows when, when she's done with the assignment, she'll tell us, and mm-hmm. then we'll click the check, and she's like, finished! And I'm like, what? Oh, what? Yeah. And I look oh, over yeah. there, and she was like, yeah, I turned it in. And I said, well, let me check it. Yep. And it was like three or four wrong problems in there, and I'm like, we, we got to look at yep. this together. And yep. here, so I have to I'm I'm with her. There are things that she excels in. She excels in phonics and reading and does really well in social study. But when it comes to math, she's still kind of struggling with that. So we got to spend extra time with her with math. But that right. means we have to look over her shoulder and make sure right. she's doing it because I can yep. see, much like you said, Jesse, oh, let me go get some water. Hey, look at that piece of string. Yep. That's pretty interesting. Right. You know, mm-hmm. everything. I'm- but now I don't know about your kids, but I've seen my kids look at the TV, YouTube, Netflix, and not blink probably for a good 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to this online learning, oh, I cannot I'm so tired. get them to sit still. 
Like mm-hmm. not at all. Oh, mm-hmm. what were you gonna say? So no, so, no. So imagine this, and that's a good point you brought up, Jamal. What if your child is ADHD, like my eight-year-old? Imagine trying to get her to focus and sit still at her kitchen table, and she is looking up at the lights. You know what I'm saying? Saying mm-hmm. she needs to do this, she needs to do that. And again, I am working through this. I am sitting across. She's at the kitchen table. I'm in the I'm in the living room, which is in my dining room, and I I I got her close to me because she is the one I need to monitor out of everybody. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm constantly trying to write reports and 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 do projects, but yet I am stopping myself every thirty to forty minutes to redirect her. You know. And I'm well, at least you to- got that much time. I'm I'm talking six to seven minutes. Not to be a story topper here, but at least I mean, you get a full I, thirty minutes. That's an episode of Family Matters or something. Yeah, that, that, you're right. right. You're right. But just yeah. just to think that, um, and I'm gonna keep tying this back to Congress not approving the extra money for these people out here that are not in our position. All three of us, we're blessed. Mm-hmm. We're, we're blessed to be able to. To, to make accommodations to handle these different situations. But what if what if what if there's a parent with a 13 year old that's ADHD and they have to go out? They mm-hmm. have to work. They they work at a restaurant. Uh maybe they work what? How about third somewhere. shift somewhere. You gotta sleep third during the day. Shift. Right. Right. That that's another example. And 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 they have to monitor their situation and it bothered me so much to see them cut that money down from seeing that everybody in America was actually staying home. Well, I'm gonna say not staying home, but no, they were no. actually they were actually happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That extra income to me, I felt like it was a makeup for um being short paid during their job for about 10, 15 years. Or well, here's the thing hired fresh in the job and getting short paid. That money was needed for the minorities, and they're still twirling their thumbs trying to figure out what to do while these kids are struggling in virtual schools and these parents have to stay home to take care of them to help them out. But go ahead, Jamal. I'm sorry. Right. No, I just think the history books are going to show us that this generation may be, I don't know, you probably see a line graph of educational growth all the way up until 2020, and it it might stagger, it might fall, but I think you're going to see a noticeable difference in the education growth of this school year based on COVID-related illnesses. Okay. That's true. But um but yeah mike it's i'm pretty sure we could probably have an old episode on the on the differences and what we've noticed with our kids and covid learning but i thank you for bringing that up did you have more on that that you wanted to talk on no just just to make sure you i was gonna say i'm big ups to my wife she was she opened my eyes to the whole um because i was giving my son the opportunity to kind of um do it on his own so I'm thinking, okay, oh, he he can read. The boy can read, you know, no problem. He knows the, mm-hmm. how to follow directions, no problem. Yeah. Get on there, you read the assignment, you follow directions, you're fine. And then um, there's opportunities with the, the software that they have and that they use for virtual learning that it will send you notifications on everything. You can get a notification if it's graded. You can notif- get a notification if it's been missed or completed. So we started getting these emails about these assignments. And my wife was kept saying, oh, we got a, I got another email that Mike got a zero on this. And I'm like, no, he's good. He checked that. We looked at it. And I'm and I'm blind, too. So I'm thinking I know 
what I'm talking about. You know, I'm thinking, right. oh, I saw him do that today. I checked with him. He said he got it. So there was mm-hmm. one assignment, and I'm going to wrap this up real quick. There was one assignment. So that's, that's I say that to say that, to say this, make sure you're following up. You can't let this, especially with virtual learning, it's a lot harder, I think, than it is going sending them to school because now you have to be the facilitator in the classroom while you're at home if you have the availability to be home. So now and, I got to say, hey, is you, are you on lunch now? Did you finish doing that assignment? Did you follow up? Did you check your emails? Are you making sure that you're staying on top of all this other stuff? So just make sure you're following up with your kids. Uh, fathers out there that's handling it and doing it on their own and even moms, you know, if you're if you're single and you're doing it by yourself, just make sure that you if you need help, you know, get somebody to help follow up. Maybe they can shoot a text or call, you know, call a kid and say, hey, your mom told me or your dad told me to check on you. Make sure you was taking care of this. Get some help if you need it, because it's not easy. It's mm-hmm. not easy. I thought it, and, I thought and, it was easy. And I wanted to bring up another point. Um, there are there are times when, you know, so my kids are in their Zoom meetings and the Internet doesn't hold up. You know, and and the meeting on crashes. Yeah, no, on both ends. That's it, it a tech be, issue. It, right. Right. Yeah, it, that's it, a it teaching tech issue. And then <laughs> there's no but teaching my, tech, um, that's your intro in to help. Yeah. You know yeah. Hey, okay. I got a couple on that, but <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> on the spot well here, let me finish. Know. Let me finish. This is running <laughs> okay. long, but let me finish this. Can I fin- I want to finish. All right, okay. all right, I just want to finish. Okay, I can let me finish. Okay. All right. All right, so this project that he had to do was on a scientist, okay? This project was worth 50 points. And my kid knows I love him to death. And I also love when I can discipline him and tell him, hey, this does not make sense. So he takes the assignment. The assignment was given two weeks ago virtually, right? Okay. The assignment assignment comes up is two days before it's due. And I Uh said, oh, this is... Yeah, I'm looking. I was like, hey, or my wife caught it too. Um, I'm looking. This is 50 point assignment, Mike. You got this done? And I'm thinking, ain't no way. It's 50 points. Ain't no way you got this. Oh, yeah, I got it done. I said, okay, let me see it. He brings me the assignment. It's a copy and paste biography of the scientists that he was doing on two pages with three paragraphs, right? Uh So I um, I said, so what is this? Oh, that's that's my scientist, uh, Charles Bakla, whoever the guy invented X-ray, right? <laughs> so I said, okay. So what 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 about him? What did you what do you know about him? Oh, he he invented the rec- the X-ray. Okay, so where was he born? What, what did he do? What else? Um, um, I I I don't know. And I said, well, let me see the syllabus. And the syllabus is the information for the assignment. It gives you points where your kid's supposed to reference to figure out the answers to the questions, right? Mm-hmm. There's 10 things on this syllabus, nine, nine or 10 things on the syllabus, okay? Mm-hmm. Nothing referenced in what he copied and pasted on his project. So let's just say we had a out-of-body experience idea when I had to tell him that this... <laughs> Did you really? You start was, seeing if red? You can, if you can bleep me, you can bleep me. Because okay. it wasn't that he couldn't do it. It was the point that he didn't come and ask, and he didn't even try. Mm-hmm. So he was getting ready to submit something that was probably going to be worth about five points. Oh, so we wow. had to have a come-to-Jesus moment, and I saw red because he was not... <laughs> He was not living up to his potential, potential when it comes <laughs> oh. to that. 
And once oh, he man. get once he got that direction, then he got fifty out of fifty on the project that he did by himself. Oh, in his wow. own words, after looking at the assignment. So that's 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 all I have left to say. Make sure you're watching your kids. It's you not been, it hasn't kids. been bad. It hasn't been bad. Yeah, there has been there have been some rough patches, but make sure you're checking on their grades. You don't want them to fall behind. Make sure they're following up on their assignments. And last thing, make sure they're emailing their teachers directly when they don't understand. It's not That's your good. job to do that. You have the right to email the teacher and your student to say, hey, I do not understand this grade. I don't understand how to do this. I need you to email or Zoom me. Yeah. So that's all I totally agree. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for that, Mike. And to piggyback. Okay. (laughs) Did you say say Beardy back? Beardy back? No. Piggy. piggy. We're going to give you a hard time. I thought you said said Beardy and not Beardy back. No, again, that's a weird saying, and no one should say that. It might be the title of the episode, Beardy Back. Beardy Back, that's what I thought you said. It should be. I like it. Okay, um, you guys touched on two things that um, relates to my teaching tech moment today. And what that is, is the Chromebook that you said Kyrie does not have, and the idea that you should just leave Mikey with the laptop to just do his work, right? And it comes to a lot of underprivileged people not being able to uh, get laptops in case they need them. And so this teaching tech moment um, deals with donation centers, right? So there, I guarantee you, if you stay close to a city, there is a donation center that takes used laptops and desktops from local businesses, refurbishes them, and ships them out. Or they uh, have like Saturdays or so where you come in. And they'll sell you a desktop for like fifty to a hundred dollars, and so this has been a a good beacon in a lot of communities. And we're in the Cincinnati area, so I'll leave you the link to the one that we use. And I know about this because I have been tasked with getting all of our computers at my company that I work for out of there because we're trying to do new things now in this society we live in, where everything gets thrown away. I want to be able to donate these, and I talked to the guy over the phone. And he says. We are in desperate need of both desktops and laptops. So if you know anybody, any other businesses that can donate, we have students that are in need. And so that's the teaching tech moment. Just if you have an older laptop or an older desktop, you know, you may think that it doesn't have a lot of life in it, but there are companies out there that can do a lot with it. And hey, reach out to the caller brother at callerbrother3 at gmail.com. But I was saying the teaching tech moment for today is if you got an older laptop or older desktop and you don't want to throw it out. There is more than likely a donation center in whatever city you're near. Uh, well, like I said, when Cincinnati, I'm going to give you the donation number and email. And they're looking for laptops and desktops. And like I said, you can get a hold of us at Call the Brother, callabrother3 at gmail.com and say, hey, I got an older computer. I want to donate it or make it faster. And I'm telling you, it's just two fixes. As long as it's like an i5 or i7 processor, or at least fifth generation or fourth, Throw a, a faster solid state drive hard drive in there and make sure it's at least eight gigs of RAM. You got yourself a working um, optimal Chromebook like computer or laptop for your kid to be able to work from home. Not to mention, you can make a sweet retro gaming console with that, too. But that's another podcast. So the teaching tech moment to round it out. There are donation centers around you that could a use your donations or b if you need a laptop or desktop, they'll be happy to help you. And that's it. 
It's kind of like my father. Right, I just bought a. He bought a desktop and. Oh my goodness! Your shout out to my father in law. He bought a lemon. He bought a lemon. I know. He bought a hundred thirty dollar Dell Optiplex, I believe it was, but I think it came out. It was new in two thousand six, and so to tell you anything, yeah. you know, computers age like you know bananas. Roughly. Yeah, I tried to. Period. I I tried to. I tried to warn him, but you know, he. You got to. You have to. Learn on your own sometimes, and I understand own. that. That's right. That's true, and that's fine. Yep. Hopefully, it gets better. He'll he'll be calling you looking for an upgrade on that. So I will <laughs> send him your way. Cool. I'm not and that's it, it, man. And uh, is I know it's a quick one, but that's because we got to get to Jesse's real quick. We're on a time schedule here, so Jesse, hit us with what you got. So, um, actually, I'm just gonna go on a small rant, and y'all can comment if y'all want. Or y'all a, don't have a small push. rant. That's small rant. Or, and we, we can converse, comment. How about we have a I conversation? Have, we have a conversation. I have like, a he said y'all can comment if y'all want. I have a very powerful entertainment segment. And I, I don't want to mess up with you guys' time because I know some people have some things to do. But I'm here for my fans today to make oh, sure gosh. they hear and understand oh, this. You can't hear it, but so, my eyes are rolling out of my head right now. So <laughs> there was, there There's were, a tiny there violin were, right here in, in my desk. There were, plan, uh, there were a plan. ton of music, a ton of movies to go through, like Mulan. I wanted to touch on how Disney um, screwed the pooch with the $30 charge. I wanted to get on um, Lovecraft Country. But I think because this Black Lives Matter movement is happening and how great of a job the NBA are did and doing for this moment with the owners stepping up, deciding to make their um, stadiums, polling places, I want to give my hands down to LeBron and MJ. And I hate to say it, I was a little bit upset with MJ saving the day because there, sh there really shouldn't be no basketball with what's going on in the black communities. Um, the white people that are actually out really fighting for Black Lives Matter to watch them get hurt, um, locked, locked away from their just fighting for some, for equality. And uh -huh. I am watching the NFL use this moment specifically as a cheat tool to get ratings and to get views. And it started with the first game, the Kansas City Chiefs um, playing the Texans. And uh -huh. when right now we are having a discussion about COVID-19 and six feet of separation and they're – what maybe fifty thousand, uh, twenty five thousand stadium seating, and they only are only allowed to bring in eight to twelve thousand people to mm -hmm. hear the booze that came across when blacks, whites, yellows, green, orange, whatever color, hold hands to say, as a group that we need to make changes for minorities to hear them boo in a manner was disgusting. It was yep. outright disgusting. Mike, and, did you see the game live? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it. I watched the game live. And you know what? We talked about this, Jesse and I. Jamal, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh -huh. in on this one. But we talked about this. And you know what? You're going to have people that are going to continue to have hate, and continue to boo. But in spite of all that, we have to continue to push through all the hatred. Because they're going to, that's not going to stop. People but are going to be. 
people. Well, think what led us to here. You remember it was the kneeling that's against the military. No, I know it's not. Um, it's not about that. It's about wanting a better country. Oh, it's against the police. No, it's not. Well, it's, it's about, about just American wanting flag. equality. No, it's against it's the American about freedom flag. of no. speech. It's but about freedom of speech. All, all of those things that they said, this is what this is what upsets us, and this is why we don't like you to make this you know known during the national anthem. That didn't happen with the the Chiefs game. They just all held arms. And then the booze started. There was no kneeling. There was no uh, Black Lives Matter flag being ran across the field. It was just arm holding. Let's be unified in finding a solution to all our problems. And that's well, the holding the booze are so loud. Well, the holding came after the the two national anthems. Now, did I get the timing wrong? Because I saw it, too. And when I saw them zooming in on everybody holding arms, that's when the booze became so loud that I could hear them across the TV. But for right. and that was thousand people only. That means that yeah, but the time at least seven, eight thousand of those booing, bro. No, it that wasn't that many. But that. I don't think it was. You don't want it. it we, I don't want to bleed that either. But bro, honestly, I don't think it, but the listen, booze were listen, loud. Jamal, what Jamal? What happened? Yeah. The black national anthem was sung first, and yeah. then no, lift they, every voice. then they did lift every voice, and then they did. Um, the Star Spangled Banner, right? Is that oh, what it is? Okay, yeah. Yeah, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's the song. Right. So, and then after that, they all came together, both teams from each side, and then they walked to the center of the field and locked arms in solidarity for racism, which is mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. I, I, that's, that's fine. It took a little too long for me. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it was like... Oh my God! We gotta, we gotta do hey, five Hey, they, they probably didn't choreograph it. All right, I give them. No, you know. and, no, it and, wasn't. And, it wasn't the great on the timing yes, aspect, and it was a little too long. For, it was a little too long for me, but it wasn't. I, I it, it wasn't I, too long, bro. But uh, if we're gonna, opinion. if, if, if we're gonna opinion. round it out, what what is your issue with the NFL on the matter? You're my, saying it was all like the, my my issue with the NFL is I watched the Milwaukee Brewers get ready. I watched the owner and the players get ready to. The, to decide to scrap their entire season. They were waiting on what the Milwaukee Bucks decided to do because the Milwaukee Bucks decided not to talk to LeBron James, anybody, uh -huh. and just not play that particular game. They decided to. That's the this NBA. Was it for us. Yeah, this right. is the NBA. This is in the NBA. NBA. They no, took more of a stance to make change. Hear me, hear me out. Hear me out because Mike is the one that actually made me come up with this opinion because we was bouncing some things off back and forth. Sorry, well, the Jamal, NFL has, they are doing things so, though. No, no, they they are not doing anything. And I want to, I'm, I'm going to put us on blast also because with Colin Kaepernick, um, he was being pressured by not only whites, but just regular NFL black players that were, that were retired saying, this is not the place. This is not the time to put up that fight. And he fought through all of our negativity, the fans, the players, the owners. Who are to stand? Who who to who was our? Where you? Where you, what class are you saying? Our our? Who are you saying? Are I'm you saying about? I'm saying everybody. It was a point in time where we all got tired of the kneeling, and we was just like, oh, we already Ooh. knew what was going on as a as a I minority. I never got tired of it. I never got tired of the kneeling because it's, it's freedom of speech. No, no, right. it's their I'm, free. It's their I'm right. Saying, I'm not. I'm not saying that that first week, that second week, that eighth week. I'm saying as it went on for the months, 
and and it just started becoming like extremely national news. Everybody started speaking out in a negative way, which I believe prompted Kaepernick to take a deal, which ended in an NDA, which a non-disclosure agreement, because we haven't heard that man speak ever since he signed that. We haven't heard I mean, him say but hold one on. word. But hold on. But hold on. Are we basing this off of facts? Because we don't want to be like yes. that fake just, news no, type no, just, podcast. Just hear me. Hear me. Just, just I just want to no, make no, sure we, you get, uh, no. ensure yeah, you got. Maybe say some sources here. No. Bro, some I, sources, definitely bro. From, from ESPN, um, ESPN 60, he had to sign an NDA. He signed that NDA. He got whatever was coming to him, which we never knew the amount. And he had but to what was quiet. in the NDA? What was in the end that he can't that talk part, about? We don't, we don't know. We don't know what he agreed to. Know. But to what to Jesse was Jesse saying, he hasn't publicly spoke about a lot of it. Said anything? But we haven't I will heard say, him say uh, anything specifically. The main from man him. of the CEO, though, the CEO, what? he came forward nationally and said what? The CEO Nothing. of the NFL. Yes, he did. He said he apologized. I mean, it's easy to. It's, no, no, no. Because he said we were wrong. We, we were, were wrong. so wrong. Yeah. But, but, but why, why not say I am wrong with Colin Kaepernick standing next to you? Why, why don't he have a job somewhere in the front office of the NFL to make maybe sure he don't want to work for the NFL? Maybe he doesn't. We... Want, maybe he, maybe he does more work <laughs> as an activist you, outside of the you, NFL. What he hasn't? I'm not saying that he's not out here doing his activist job. I am saying we don't know any of that when he was outwardly speaking and now he is completely silent. That's just common sense. He was so outwardly I, standing up and speaking out so and he was actually saying things and now he is completely quiet for us to make... You let, so, you let me know if I'm wrong. Because one minute no, you I don't, I don't know if you're wrong. One I don't minute, know if you're wrong or right because I haven't done the research on this whole I, and um, that's Kaepernick I, so, thing. So, so, so I just so, want to know what would you what would you like for him to do? What would you want him? So in the what NFL I would like, uh, what I would like is for the NFL owners to turn that huge stadium that some of them are not even playing in, turn them into voting polls. Put some. You are you are uh, the number you one. You want them to follow the number one. You are the you number one sport. The NBA. You bring you bring in the most money. Why ain't you bringing voting polls and put bus stations in minority communities to bust them, even with the six feet of COVID space that you need to make sure that their peers, our peers, which is ninety two percent, which is which is black, ninety two percent of the NFL is black, to let them be able to come and vote to have a voice. Instead of putting up commercials like you're trying to do these things or you want to do these things with words but no action. You know what, Jesse? And, you know, I I feel uncomfortable saying this in front of our listening audience. But I 100% agree with you. I think you're right. I think they could be doing more. I think the NBA they haven't done led anything, by example. Jamal. They just did All a little, doing- hey. They essentially blacked out their image on Facebook um, for like the Black Lives Matter blackout. That that's as much effort they put into it is what you're saying. And this is my last yeah, point. But this, with the NBA, you, go ahead, Mike. With the NBA, will you see that? Yeah. You know, okay. When when the players are striking and people 
are paying attention. When you when you see that first stadium open for voting polls, you let me know. Uh, uh, you you right. You if 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 it goes from that's there, all that's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. And people listen, can talk. Listen, Just it, like you said, right. the NFL right. commissioner right. could right. talk and he could yeah. say this, yeah. and Cap can be quiet. Let's see right. what what stadium opens for the NBA, or do we just magically forget that they said that that was going to happen? Because I ain't heard and, no plans. And, we're only what? How many days? Forty days away from voting? Was it? For yeah, we're forty days. And, and you're right. If if this have you plan, heard? Have you seen any? Have you no, seen no, any no, NBA stadiums? No, yeah, that's true. We haven't. We don't know what this Listen, is going to look like. It's already they, <laughs> because, they, they, they look look the players that said it. The, the the GMs yeah. that came out and said it, Doc Rivers sure. that came out and said it, Absolutely. LeBron that came out and said it, and if this Jesse's doesn't came work, out and said it, right? If this if the NBA doesn't follow this suit, I am looking right. at Michael Jordan completely different because he was the one that stopped the strike for the players in the NBA. He was the main one that stood I... up and told them, "I am a player slash owner. I understand." That you guys are trying to send a message that you will not tolerate this, but let's get something out of this that can help the minorities. I I yeah. hate saying black community. When I say minorities, I want to say Hispanics, Asians, Africans, mm-hmm. Jamaicans. Everybody. I want to say it's any all race. inclusive. There's any it's race. all inclusive. It doesn't mean you can be a minority. It's all inclusive. Right. And I, I, I want to make I sure I will be pointing fingers at King but, James and Michael Jordan because. You two were the one, you two are the ones that actually are the face of the league. You know what I'm saying? And but, for, for you to but, say this and it's not happy, but that's a serious problem. That's that's fine. And but but you we have to we can't discount some of the things that the player organizations are doing and some of the NFL owner some of the NFL coaches are doing you know why we can discount that Mike you, you we know can't. why we can discount oh, that uh, I'm gonna tell I you know, why we I can know discount why. that why we can discount that because they were doing all of this while all the killings of cops and blacks all the injustices that was going they were on doing what? with minorities they were doing these yeah, foundations these foundations. I ain't talking of, about that. I'm talking about the injustice, the equality, the fact that they are, are listening and paying paying attention to some of it. We, we get we get so caught up on like the big. We got to have a big bang, and I understand we need a change, and we're going to get change no matter so the what. Only way but we, we can't get a discount. change, Mike. Is with a big bang. We, we we constantly have done it the slow way, the patient way, the peaceful way. You know what I'm saying? The way of saying we're going to come and have a dialogue with what's going on and we're expecting you to make a change. But when there's billionaires involved, millionaires involved, they can just pay to put up a wall that we constantly got to bust through that we at a time we get tired. So in order for this to matter, it's going to have to cost dollars. But if I can agree to disagree. But I'm going to have to round it out. That. I'm going to round it out. So the NFL has the resources and the reach to be able to do more than what they're doing. And you're upset and they're because not, they're not, they're doing, not doing anything. It. They're just they're, saying, they hey, we're something. sorry. But they are they doing are something. Cash, he, they are not doing nothing. They are cashing in right. on the Black Lives Matter situation. And now they're cashing the in owners, on Black Lives Matter. Because the owners, the owners haven't said anything. 
Jerry the Jones fact is that the still players saying are linked. The player, the players are the important piece of the politics. The players no, no, are no, the no. important piece for the NFL. The, the, and, the, and you, the fans and, you and the people to... don't see how many owners you know by name except for Jerry Jones. Okay, no, no I, I know a ton. <laughs> I know <laughs> that's, that's on the, the players are what the people want to see as far as the movement. You no, know okay. a ton but, of owners, but you can't name so, so, anyone but Jerry Jones. Okay, but that's he, what I'm saying. I'm trying to give him the last day. That's over the Bears. They have. Okay, don't don't yeah, fall down the rabbit hole. All the owners. You don't have to look up all the owners now. That's fine. To keep I us on name. track with the, with the, the Let's issue get off is track because the NFL needs to be doing more than just having everybody hold hands and singing. Um, okay, that's fine. I agree. Yes, they need a big bang and they need to tear up a stadium. That's what they need. No, no, no nobody. Just but just nobody hey, if, if the power and the vote. That's that's the, your take. That's your no, take. No, no, he's saying tear no, down the stadium. Okay. I never right. said get that. The votes. I'm, I'm gonna mute tear you down both. the stadium I'm, to I'm get the mute, votes. I'm gonna mute you both. That's it. Tear it down so you won't have a place to go get the I votes. Never, that, I, ne- that's I never, I never said tear it down. He never, he never said tear down. I take that. I take that back. My apologies, sir. My apologies. I'm just gonna agree. To disagree, and I don't feel the same way, and that's why we have a podcast, and, and, and that's why and, we have and, a great and, podcast because we we had we we are allowed to have our own opinions about the way but, we feel about certain things, and it's great. I want I, I wanna, appreciate you, but, brothers, and I love you, brothers, and I'm signing off. I'm gonna walk okay, out. Okay, no, wait, 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 okay, wait, because wait, we can go wait. on for this, but it is it's past no, our time. All I no, need, it's past all the need, time. All, we got all I need is stop. one more minute. All I need is one more minute, and I'm gonna stop. I don't have one more minute. Sixty seconds. Go. I want to give I want to give Mike credit because Mike brought out is the NBA players. There's only twelve players to a team. There's some certain amount of teams. When the NFL, there are fifty players to a team, and we're expecting these players to step up and stand out when they have families to feed and they have to take care of their homes. When it is on us this time for the NFL to stand up for these players and stop watching these games and stop seeing this to make the owners do better. For the players and us. That's it. Go ahead. Are you going to start watching the Bears? Yes. If no. I need to to help us do better. Oh, I my will. God. If you needed to, you needed to do it five years ago, six years ago. You're not going to stop watching it. Are you going to stop playing Madden? Are you going to stop playing me? You need to stop playing me and Madden because you suck. But are you going to stop playing Madden? You cannot beat me in Madden. You already know that. It doesn't even matter. You're not going to stop watching the NFL. You're not going to stop playing Madden. So you just just all talk. You all talk. Thank you for tuning in to another Caller Brother podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Mike and Jesse. Holler back. Love y'all. Peace out. Love you all. Bye. No. Okay. Bye. Whatever. You need to pick your Afro daddy. Because it's flat on one side. You need to pick your Afro daddy. Because it's flat on one side. What are you waiting on? Dun, dun. Well, if you don't pick your Afro. You're gonna have one side high. <laughs> well, you said you was gonna take me to see Wu Tang, baby.